Here's a tension that I feel you need to be aware of, and that's the tension between experimentation and standardization. Um, it's a tension that I promise you'll encounter in the journey of reinvention that you're on, um, but you might encounter it unconsciously, and I think there's real value in being much more conscious about it than I see most organizations. Um, and, you know, we all come from a background that has as a default that everything should be absolutely standardized, right? In a traditional organization, most processes are spelled out and are the same throughout the organization. And if there's any practice, any process um, that we change, we have somebody centrally design it, maybe pilot it, and then it gets imposed top-down onto everyone. And you can choose to do that in the way you now reinvent your organizations, right? You're changing all sorts of processes to move towards self-management or wholeness or evolutionary purpose. Um, and you can decide to do that and, you know, standardize the new process right from the start throughout the organization. Most organizations that I see going on this journey choose a different route. Um, they choose a route where they give a general sense of direction of where they want to head and then invite people to start experimenting. And so you have different teams or different units or different geographies, different countries experiment in the same direction but you know all do things for a while in their own ways and some go faster than others. Um, to give you an example, I know this one retail chain uh, where they have very large stores and they were moving in the direction of self-management, but every store was going about it in their own way. Uh, some stores started by uh, redesigning the roles and sort of flattening the hierarchy um, at the lower levels in the stores, but keeping for a while at least the, uh, the store manager. Another store they had, when they replaced the store manager, rather than asking the boss to choose a new store manager, they had people in the store write a job description and select the next store manager. Um, another case, they had uh, the store manager that was replaced by a team of four who distributed the, the former roles of the store manager. So basically every store started experimenting in many different ways. Um, and there's real power in that. And you will always encounter this tension between experimentation and standardization, right? So the benefits of experimentation is, of course, that you learn a lot, right? If all of these stores do things differently, you learn quite quickly what works and what doesn't work. Whereas if you decide from the start, this is the way we're going to do it, you learn much less. Um, the other benefit is that people feel much, much more involved, of course, right? Um, you don't need to impose a solution. Uh, onto people, so there's much more energy that's generated when people can experiment in their own ways. And there's also benefits to standardization. Uh, after a while, if you stay too long in this experimentation phase, um, things often start to become confusing for people. Like, wow, every team does things differently, so how do we do things around here? And who do I need to talk to there? Um, it can become quite confusing. And so there's value after some time of experimentation to say, you know, we've learned now what works and, and what doesn't. And you know, this practice really seems to be working well. 
And so it's time to standardize it and define this as the new way of doing things, right? Um, and so maybe this is how we define roles. Maybe this is how we make decisions around here. Maybe this is how we post information. Maybe this is how we do meetings. Maybe this is how we do performance evaluation. This is how we deal with conflicts. This is how we um, do performance management at team levels. Um, there's value at some point of simplifying things and just saying, whoa, okay, this is the way we do it around here. Um, I, I just know it. I don't need to think about every team doing things differently. And so here's my invitation to you, is to really find the, the right moment to experiment and find the right moment to standardize. Um, so don't go with your personal preference as a leader. Um, you might want to standardize too early. Um, that would be probably my default thinking. I, I just like clarity, and so um, I might you know, push people to standardize too early. Um, and so I see some organizations fall in that trap. And what they do is that they learn much less than they need to learn, and that it still sort of feels like sort of an old top-down thing that, you know, change that gets imposed from the top. On the other hand, I see other organizations that make the mistake that they never want to standardize. And so people really get confused. No one knows anymore, like, how, how do things work around here? Um, and there's a simple mistaken belief behind that, and that is that sort of in this new world that we're moving towards, um, you know, we should no longer fix anything. We shouldn't standardize anything. We shouldn't formalize anything. Um, and simply because, you know, we've been so hurt, you know, by this, this old way where everything was sort of top-down and fixed and standardized. Um, but of course we need clarity. Um, there is just something that is so much easier when we know what the rules of the games are. And remember, um, in this new world, this is just the rules of the games for now. Anybody can try and change them if we find out something better. But there's a real value at some point in standardizing things. Um, and I see many organizations uh, who don't want to do this or do this too late. And so my invitation to you is, rather than any conceptual idea of, oh, everything should be standardized, or no, no, we should never standardize, is as always, simply listen to the reality of what's happening on the ground, right? Um, let's start by experimenting and innovating. And when we sense that there is a, a pain that is associated with that, that becomes too big, well then, you know, let's standardize. Um, now, there's something interesting that I've learned. And that is that there are also some things that maybe never do need to be standardized. And that was really sort of a new thinking for me. Um, the first time I thought about this was when I encountered the fact that at Bürtzorg, um, the Dutch nursing organization that now has these thousand teams of 10 to 12 nurses, um, they have no fixed uh, performance evaluation process. So there's simply a guideline uh, that's offered to all teams that at least once a year, the teams need to get together and talk about you know, how they're operating and provide one another feedback. But what they say is, you know, let every team 
decide on their own process. There really is no need to have one standardized um, yearly evaluation process for the whole of the organization. And that got me thinking. And then I figured, of course, there's only value in standardization when we need to understand how everyone else operates, right? Um, so for instance, um, there's absolute value in standardizing uh, the performance indicators of teams. In a place like Birdsorg, we want to be able to compare, like, hey, how do we as a team compare to other teams? So there we need to standardize things. Or a typical example is roles. In the beginning, you can let every team define their roles. Um, remember, we step away in self-management from having a fixed job title and job description, and we go to sort of granular roles. In the beginning, you can let every team decide that. But after a while, people want to have clarity around, okay, but if I want to talk to somebody else in the other team who holds that role, who should I talk to? So at some point, there is value in standardizing how we describe role and you know, even have them all on a big wall or have them on the internet so that I know who I reach out to. But again, there are other processes where we might never need to standardize things because they're really internal to a team. And that was really a new thinking for me. Um, and I think it, it really has to do with the fact that we, we tend to come from this world of standardization and the world where we overestimate um, the sort of the economies of scale of everybody doing the same thing and underestimate the um, diseconomies of motivation when we impose things that don't need to be imposed. Uh, and so this brings us back to this major insight is that as always, let's not conceptualize things, but let's always start with the reality of what's there and see, hey, in this current situation, where are the tensions? Where is the pain? Where is the longing? And you know, does this push us towards more experimentation? Or, you know, let's keep experimenting for a bit longer. Or is it time for us now to standardize things throughout the organization? Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. Please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.